When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome on in to the latest episode of the Off Air Podcast. Chris Thomas joined by the head on Joe, Mike Conti, and Mike. I'm going to start off today's episode with a question before we dive into our main topic in this first segment here. Do you feel like this year's March Madness has a little bit more oomph behind it? And I can't figure out why. But I just feel like it's a little more engaging. People are talking about it more. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. And I think it's just because, you know, typically you'll get one, maybe two Cinderella teams in the final four. You don't usually get three or four. And you you definitely have at least three Cinderella's this year. It's just been so unpredictable. And I, I think it almost got to a point this year where everyone's brackets got so blown up that it became less of a competition amongst each other and who had the best bracket and more just, okay, well, forget it. We're not going to win our our office pool or whatever. We don't do that here at 92.9, but you know what I mean. I'm talking about those of you watching. All right, we're not going to win our pool. Let's just savor what we've got. Let's savor the the bizarre nature of what's happening. And, And this is... I think the most bizarre final four we've ever had. I mean, yeah. I, I, I was thinking back to a couple of years ago, it got kind of weird, like South Carolina and Oregon got in there, but you still had North Carolina and Gonzaga. Uh, there was a year where you had Virginia Commonwealth and Butler and uh, UConn ended up winning it, but but you had a couple mid-major schools in that year, but Butler had been in it the year before. And I, this is just crazy i mean yeah. you can have florida atlantic against miami for the <laughs> national Ch- the battle of the bay yeah the battle of biscayne bay florida atlantic and miami for the national championship meanwhile kentucky not there kansas see ya uh north carolina duke out like i'm thinking about the the our sister station down in miami today They've got to feel like they're uh, they're probably going to need to call you know our colleagues in Louisville, Kentucky, or Raleigh, North Carolina, or Kansas City on on how to deal with all this because this is incredibly bizarre. So yeah, I, I think the random nature of everything. There have been some really good games, some very compelling stories. I, I quite frankly, I think a lot of people were rooting against Alabama. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. uh, they. Being knocked out on Friday, I think, got a lot of people really excited. So, yes, long answer to a short question. I do feel like there's been some added oomph this year. Well, to piggyback right off that, the oomph will be taking its way to 92.9 the game, which will be taking its way down to Houston. And, Mike, tell us about what's going on and who's going to be involved and, most importantly, why it's important to have a 92.9 the game presence there. Yeah, Carl and Mike are going to be at the Final Four on Thursday and Friday. They're going to broadcast from Radio Row, which typically is done in conjunction with the the National Coaches Convention down there. And our friends at Westwood One are 
uh, going to be uh, hosting us down there for Radio Row. We really appreciate their hospitality. So Carl and Mike will be doing their show from Houston on Thursday and Friday. And the reason why we're down there is um, we're going to be able to bring you some content and some guests that we just would not be able to bring you being in the studio in Atlanta. The, the cool thing about Radio Row is you can sit down at one table and you can have Mike Krzyzewski come up to you. And then five minutes later, you know, maybe, um, you know, Will Purdue comes up to you. Will Purdue, former Chicago Bull, who is now an analyst on Westwood One. And then five minutes later, maybe Billy Donovan comes up to you. And, you know, it, it just kind of goes from there. And, uh, you know, being able to look at our guests face-to-face, I think we'll, we'll – be a little bit better, a little more ideal from a quality of interview standpoint. It, we do the best we can when we talk to someone over the phone, but there's nothing that really is a substitute for the face-to-face interaction that we get when we're on Radio Row. And quite frankly, you know, we're going to Houston to tell the story to our listeners back in Atlanta because, again, as we talked about a moment ago, I think it's a really compelling story. Mm-hmm. It's a really compelling story that Florida Atlantic – I mean, I had never heard of Florida Atlantic outside of when Lane Kiffin coached there. Foul uh, on the prowl. Yeah, right. Um, I think it's a super compelling story that San Diego State, which actually has a really good basketball tradition. Yeah. I went there. You know, they've been in the tournament the last couple of years, but they finally have broken through now. Have you heard the uh, piece of trivia that's been floating around the past week or so about them? Not sure. No, I Do don't you know think who- so. You know who their all-time assist leader is in basketball? At San Diego State? Yes. Is it Kawhi Leonard? No. Hmm. Give you uh, one more guess. Oh, boy. I, I I don't know if I can name another San Diego State basketball player. Get this. You ready for this one? Sure. How about yeah. Tony Gwynn? <laughs> How really? about that? Yeah. Really? And there's a picture circulating of a young, thin, yeah. in Tony Gwynn with a big afro playing for the Aztecs. How about that? But it's cool for them, too, because I think getting to the Final Four is probably going to solidify their invitation into the Pac-12. Mm. So that's a huge, huge deal for their athletic department. Uh, and then, you know, kind of pedaling all along and the, the team you like to forget, the team that doesn't wear sexy uniforms, the team that used to have kind of a curmudgeonly coach a long time ago, but a team that has been – among the most successful programs over the last 25 years is UConn. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of the big dog now left. Um, and then I, I think there's a great personal story with Jim Laranega at Miami, you know, who got George Mason to the final four, like one of the first really true shock teams in, in the modern era to go to the final four was George Mason, but that opened the door for the Virginia Commonwealth and the Butlers and the Loyola's of Chicago. Uh, and now you know, Florida Atlantic, and maybe you could say San Diego State. I'd love to see Jim Laranega get a chance to win a national championship. So, you know, there are very compelling stories. It's an interesting Final Four. I think it makes us sound big that we're there because it's a big deal, you know, and and I applaud Carl and Mike for making the effort to go there. And I think you're going to hear a lot of entertaining content. I think you're going to hear a lot of interesting interviews, and you're going to get some really unique insight on what is one of the great sports weekends of the year coming up. Final Four weekend is 
one of the great sports weekends of the year, and we're going to be right in the middle of it, which is really, really exciting for me. Yeah, and uh, to close this segment out, we know Mike Bell is going to be in his wheelhouse because we're going to do an over-under mentions of the old Big East. We're going to start the clock going on <laughs> Thursday at 2 o'clock for how many times he brings them up.